My name is Levi Bradley, uh, officer with the Lawton Police Department. My partner, uh, Officer Gomez, Lucia. We got a call from the station to check out the mall. Nothing unusual, probably just some drunks or teenagers with fireworks. Wouldn't be the first time. Afraid we'd drive by real slow and shine the light around and scare off whoever was out there. We got there and rolled through the parking lot. No cars or people, so we guessed they were already gone. Everything looked alright, so we were going to do a quick sweep of the place to make sure and head out. It wasn't until we got up to the building that we saw it. We pulled up and swung the light around and saw that the front doors were open and it was pitch black inside. Those doors were supposed to be chained, and they had been since August, but the chains were gone. I stopped the car, and Gomez called to report the break-in and request backup. I shined the light around the entryway, and, and there it was. The symbol, painted in black next to the door. You've seen the pictures. Uh, three parallel lines, circle in the middle, sort of a crescent on the top. Nothing I'd seen before. We got out of the car and waited for backup for a few minutes. Then Her Officer Harrison and Officer Patrick got there. We briefed them, showed them the symbol. Neither of them recognized it. We called out and shined our lights to the door. Didn't get an answer, so we went up closer. The symbol was wet. The paint was still fresh. We passed by it and I called out again. Still no answer, so we made our way inside. The first thing I noticed was the smell. It was so strong I wondered why we hadn't smelled it outside. It was one of those smells that stings to breathe. It smelled like something was burning and rotting at the same time. And the air was thick. Patrick called out, and it sounded muffled, like we were under a blanket. Kind of like after a concert, when the music stops, it's, it's hard to hear and it feels like the air is pushing against your head. We walked through the food court, mostly empty with some debris here and there. I couldn't hear anything except my own breathing. No signs of anyone. We got to the T-section and split up. Me and Gomez took the left and they took the right. It was just so... I don't know. It didn't, it didn't feel right in there. We passed store after store, still gated and locked. Nothing. Made it to the end, and we came back down towards the food court. Harrison and Patrick weren't there. Gomez tried her radio, but it was just static. I tried mine, same thing. There was something messing with the frequency in there. We looked at each other, raised our guns, and started walking down the other hallway. I just want to be clear on something before I go on. I'm not a coward, okay? I've been on the force long enough to face some scary things, life-threatening sometimes, but that's part of the job. I knew it would be like that when I joined. Everyone knows. Harrison, Patrick, Gomez, they knew. Cowards don't last long in the field, and everyone in there had been on the force for at least as long as me. Sometimes we went into situations knowing that it might be the last time we do, that we might never go home again. But we made that choice. Protect and serve. That's what we do day in, day out. This, this was something different. This was something wrong. And I think we all felt it, even if we didn't say it.
None of us wanted to be in there. We were scared and we didn't know why. We could have just left, you know, all of us. We could, well, that doesn't matter now. We made our choice. Me and Gomez made our way past the empty stores, and I had a feeling that I wasn't supposed to be there. Like, my fight or flight was telling me to run, to grab Gomez and get the hell out of there. I ignored it. If the others were still in there, I would be too. I thought about one of us going back outside to use our radio to call in more backup, but I knew I would never live it down if this turned out to be me panicking for no reason. Plus, it was already too far back, and if there was a situation, we would need to stick together. I wouldn't leave Gomez alone in there, and I'm sure she felt the same. We'd been partners for five, going on six years, one of the closest friends I had. We were about at the halfway point when I heard it. It sounded like a constant buzz. We slowed down and kept going, and I was looking behind us after every few steps just to make sure no one was following us. Buzzing got louder, and it was static. We leveled our guns and stuck to the wall. I led. The static was coming from behind a maintenance door off the main hallway. I took the latch side. Gomez took the hinges. We looked at each other and gave a silent countdown. She opened the door fast and I aimed the light and gun inside. Patrick. That's who I saw. What I saw. Patrick, standing there in the closet, filled with mops and cleaning supplies on the shelves. He was turned around, just standing there. The static was coming from his radio. I lowered my gun and said his name, but he didn't answer. Just still, like a statue. Gomez saw and looked as confused as I felt. I said his name again and stood outside, just waiting. The static stopped. The silence was heavy. I stood there. Gomez stood there. Neither one of us sure what to do next. I was about to make a move when he slowly turned. He kept his arms down. He, st he still had his gun. He never made a noise, just turned. Turned around to face us. I kept the light on him and... Well, I saw it before she did. I couldn't register what it was for a moment, but I saw it. When he turned all the way around, I heard Gomez gasp. I wasn't sure what noise I made. I just kept the light on him the entire time. His eyes, they were gone. There were holes where they were supposed to be, just bloody empty. I just stood there staring at him. I couldn't make sense of what I was seeing. And then he spoke, calmly, like nothing was wrong in it, in a matter-of-fact voice, even. A voice that didn't match what I was seeing. He just said four words. He said, Look at me, Levi. And then the radio blared static. My instincts kicked in and I just bolted. Gomez was right behind me. I know, there's protocol for this sort of thing for an injured officer in the line of duty. But that wasn't Patrick. It wasn't. We both knew it. I don't know how we knew it, but we did. We just ran back to the intersection, back to the food court. We turned the corner to go towards the door, to get out of there, to call for backup, when we saw Harrison. He was standing in the middle of the food court, facing us. 
it didn't take more than a look to know that the same thing had happened to him that had happened to Patrick. Those bloodied, empty eye sockets. We ran past him. Gomez was in front of me. She had always been faster. If I would have known. I could see the cars outside. Lights on, waiting for us. Safety. We could call it in. We could drive and leave and let someone else handle it. We could wait for the sun and go home and never come back to this place. She got to the door before I did. She looked back and slowed down. She was waiting for me. I was almost arm's reach to her, and she had turned to run with me right out the door when I was hit by something. It slammed into my back. My legs threw me towards the exit. A moving, invisible wall made of heat. Gomez was hit too, from the front. She was thrown backwards. There were a few seconds after I hit the ground outside before I caught my breath and turned around. I was looking for her, but there was nothing. I looked inside and it was empty. No Harrison, no Gomez. I stood up and ran back to the door. I wanted to get her out of there. I had to. As soon as I got to the doors, they slammed shut. I couldn't open them. I tried. I tried and I tried, but I couldn't move them. I banged on the glass and screamed. I called dispatch to send everyone, multiple officers, down. I ran to the car and threw it in reverse. I was going to break through those doors. I put it in gear, slammed the gas. The car died and stopped. I didn't hit the brakes. I didn't want to stop. I tried to start the car and the engine turned but never started. I looked in the rearview mirror and I saw them. Maybe a dozen people. They were all wearing hoods. I couldn't see their faces. Just standing there in the taillights, waiting for something. I dropped my gun inside when that thing hit me. I was scared. I just locked the doors and shut my eyes tight. I didn't know what they were going to do and I had seen too much already. I didn't open my eyes until there were flashes of red and blue. I saw the car speed in towards me. No signs of the hooded people. The officers swarmed the place, held me out of the car, shouting questions. They put me in an ambulance, saw my burns, and took me to the hospital. Questions and more questions. I didn't have answers. Eventually, they just stopped asking. I was treated for the burns and the shock and they finally let me go home. And that brings us to now. You wanted me to come in for a statement. I just gave it. I don't care if you don't believe it. That's what happened. Exactly what happened. She was still in there. I don't know how or who or why. I just know the what. I'm begging you. Find her. Find them all. I need to know if they're okay. I can't sleep. Every time I close my eyes, I see Patrick, Harrison, I see Gomez looking at me right before that thing hit her, and I swear to God, I can hear whispers sometimes. Look at me, Levi. Over and over. Please, 
find them. <laughs>